Welcome to Facehammer. This show may contain naughty language and explicit content. You have been warned. Welcome to Facehammer and a little mini sode on the Age of Sigmar. Uh, it's me, Russ, uh, the face. I'm joined by Les. Cast trees on crypt horrors, Martin, and <laughs> <laughs> Terry has soft hands like a little girl, Pike. So, <laughs> soft Pike. <laughs> um, there's some cryptic references there that people probably would think, "What the fuck are you talking about?" It's, um, it's fine. All will come true when I do come. my fitness podcast episode. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure, the people will be waiting for that. Um, right, okay, so uh, it's been a while. I know we've not really been recording much, and that's mostly because of um, Games Workshop have decided in the infinite wisdom to basically um, cast a big black shadow over their own product for about three months and not tell anyone anything, um, which is uh, it's great, great marketing, a really good strategy um, for losing a load of customers and pushing them into other games. Um, so yeah, well done, Games Workshop. So, what we are here to talk about is this mysterious product, which has been kept like some sort of industry secret um, by Games Workshop for some bizarre reason, but not secret enough that people didn't know it was coming and stopped buying Warhammer models because they were like, what's the fucking point? Um, <laughs> so, Age of Sigmar, we're going to talk a little bit about it. It's not out yet. We're recording this on the 30th of June. Uh, there's been some significant rumours out uh, this week and some actual leaks of actual things rather than just people talking about how Bullshit. they they want two worlds joined by Bridge and Conan to be running around fucking orcs in the arse and breeding beastmen and, and how, like, space marines will land and, you know... The, the amount of fucking bullshit that's been on forums about this has just been fucking unsurmountable. It made the 40k new edition rumours look like fucking, I don't know, like two lines of fact from some sort of cracker. I don't, I don't know what the fuck yeah. I'm talking about. But basically, we're going to talk about stuff to do with Age of Sigmar. Um, yeah, so Age of Sigmar. Um, for those that don't know... This is... I'm not going to call it Warhammer 9th Edition, because it's not... Cause this is just what we have now. Warhammer is... is gone. It's gone. Warhammer Fantasy Battle is dead. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is a fucking smouldering corpse. Is it permanently dead? Or is who, it just this is what we have for who now? Knows? That's who knows? Yeah. Do you know? No one. Uh, I, this is one thing that I don't knows. He doesn't even knows it. Les doesn't know. And he is the nose, and he doesn't knows it. So, <laughs> um, well, basically, let's let's just talk a little bit. So, basically, um, there's some rumours going around that there's going to be a, a battle edition come out later, or there's a book coming out later. There's speculation about pigs flying and uh, other things. What we know is that. Um, for pre-release this weekend is the Age of Sigmar box set um, and that is going to include some um, spiffing models um, some quite frankly awesome chaos models um, yeah, just definitely. seen some close-ups and they look fucking baller um, really 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 good really decent, I mean I don't expect anything less from GW and some, I think they're nice models but they're, They're in just the wrong box so set. weird because yeah. basically 
and I expect this kind of reaction, that the initial reaction to this is like, that's not Warhammer. Um, and these are the, um, what are they called? Sangri Guard? Sanguinary Guard? I don't know, no, no, the sorry. Blood Angels? No, that's, that's a different box set. Uh, <laughs> what are they called? The Storm Hosts? Storm, Stormcast Eternals. There you go, Stormcast Eternals. Um, and these, basically, if you've played World of Warcraft or... Um, Diablo. Diablo and War Machine and... 40k. 40k, yeah, and you just mash all that into one big lump, paint it gold and put a fucking hammer in its hand, that's what you've got. Um, the Liberators, as you, as they're called, um, look kind of derpy in my opinion. I don't, not a big fan. They're like the pauldrons, they're like reverse space marine shoulder pads. I, I honestly just think it's the paint job. I think that's, it is. That's I the two handed hammer guys, isn't it? There. No, the ones with the shield and the hammer. They're, Up they're standard guys. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I think maybe the paint job's too clean and the surfaces are too smooth. It's, it's the gold. They just look like sanguinary guard. They should not be gold. I think me and Russ talked about this earlier on in the week um, when the pictures initially leaked. And I think, for me, it's the helmets. If they had just had more sort of like... I understand, like, the fluff about them being sort of like... Half-angel, immortal, eternal things that just keep dying and coming back again. So I understand you you don't want to see any part of, like, the the humanity that they were before. But I think if they had sort of like... I don't know. So let's just just go, because we just mentioned stuff, and maybe people listening to this haven't read anything. The fluff, you mean... And warning, this is going to contain spoilers. You know, if you care about that shit, (laughs) don't don't listen to a show that's about the (laughs) the stuff coming out. Um, Basically, it's to do with Sigmar dies and gets resurrected, goes to this plane, and these are the people he brought with him from when the world destroyed or something like that. But basically, they're like... And every time they reincarnate, they lose more of their humanity. Am I right on that? Yeah, yeah, that's um, what I read on the fluff bit. So, Celestial Ram called Azir, or... Quite a Azir cool concept, and I quite like the whole idea of order versus chaos in a kind of, like, force, and, and it looks like from the pictures there's, like, portals in the background, so maybe it's this box set is set on, like, a plane of existence where chaos and order are fighting. We, we don't know, really, is, is basically the point. But the model's... I think they're going to be great because they're Games Workshop models. Yeah. When they're the painted day. properly, they will look awesome. I yeah, hope. and I, I, I think and some as head well. swaps, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, I would, I would quite like to see an Ulrich version done using Space Wolf bits, and you can go. Yeah. Yeah, they're basically the the. I'm doing the same concept, but rather than Sigma save them, it's Ulrich, and then you could. Well, that would be quite a cool modeling project, and yeah, and and to be honest, it will then give you a Space Wolf army you could use in 40k. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> as long as as long as Thunderhammer Terminators are good, you're you're fucking gravy on that. Yeah, but they're not Thunderhammers; they're Lightning Hammers. Lightning Hammers. Yep. Sorry, sorry. It's it's totally different. I don't know how I got that mixed up. Um, yeah. So yeah, so let's let, so basically this box set is going to have these two sets of models. Now, what we've this is this is like weird. People, I've been playing Warhammer since I was ten, off and on. Um, you know, it's a product that's been out there for more than twenty five years. And it's like, it's either there's been a massive shake-up in Games Workshop to try and reinvigorate the company, or they're trying to sell it, or the guy who runs it's like giving ownership to someone else, or they've all decided to take up smoking crack, and, you know, or, or they've turned over to hardcore drugs, and all the best stuff comes out of hardcore drugs, just think of children's TV. 
Um, Magic roundabout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the clangers, uh, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, I think the product looks great. Um, and let's be honest, people listening to this, people who play Warhammer, you're going to buy it. You might say, you know, I just said it originally. I said, I'm not going to fucking buy this. I am going to buy it. You you were, you were emailed saying, our protest, I'm not going to buy this heap of shit or whatever it was. I know. 24 hours later, I'm yeah, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a fanboy. <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah. I'm a crack addict. Got to get that plastic crack. Got to get oh, the plastic yeah. crack in, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just love scraping mould lines. It's so fucking good! I've even got my mould line scraping tool. I probably I'm holding mine right at now. the moment, funny enough. Fucking, yeah, <laughs> just fucking in, ready, in readiness. You're not actually scraping mould lines, you're just waiting for the weekend. Um, yeah, so basically, um, the box that's coming out, let's talk about the rules. So basically, there's been pictures leaked of the pamphlet. Now, notice I didn't say rule book. The pamphlet. So if you don't know, Games Workshop, of the rules are on four pages. Um, and four pages into the, I don't know, the fucking rule book, um, into the box. And they're also going to be downloadable for free. Um, and they're, they're basically four pages long as your core rules. Now, that to me sounds shit. Yeah. Now, before I saw the rules, and I knew that, I can't grasp how you can make an interesting tactical war game on four pages of rules. Now, I'm not saying you need lots of rules, but the in, in order to be a solid system and have enough depth to keep it interesting, th- there just needs, things need to be explained. I mean, diagrams, pictures. I mean, if it's just a wall of text, it's not going to be very good for people who've never played a war game and want to learn a game. So it's like you just read text. That's not a good way to communicate across a gaming system. I would rather they didn't think, oh, we've got to fit it onto a double-sided piece of A3 paper, or whatever they're doing, and thought, well, actually, what we want to do is we're going to make it 20 pages long, and we've got diagrams and explanations and pictures in it, and it's a small little pamphlet book. Fine. Um, I, I don't get the whole obsession with a fold-up piece of fucking toilet roll with the rules written on it. Um, maybe it's just to save cost, um, but then they're charging 70, 80 quid for a set of models and it's an entry game then is it really that big a deal and if they're going to make the rules free online anyway I mean you know why a PDF can be you know doesn't have to be four I'm, pages I'm long I'm still in the, the sort of that four pages is the intro rules for the intro box yes I agree I think and so and the full rules you'll have to pay for and they'll be coming out at a later date I think so. I, that's the only sensible way they can do it. It does yeah. seem a bit like the Dark Vengeance style thing where they release just sort of like a, a quick sort of like little... They're very basic. That, to get you in the game, you know. Yeah, and I think when I looked at... Um, when I started playing Warhammer back in 4th edition, like when I bought that box game with the high elves and the cardboard cutouts, there was a quick start set of rules. And that's fine to learn, to get the basics down. I mean, even like we played Infinity recently, and there's a cut-down version of the rules in Ice Storm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fine, and that that gives you, you know, a basis to work from. But four pages is still hardly anything. I mean, even the um, I think the X-wing quick start rules are four pages long, and the main rules are about twenty. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, really, what 
I think they've done is obviously X-Wing's been very successful and it's got a, quite a good tournament system, the tournament game. So I have got a a glimmer of hope for this as a tournament game, which basically most people listening are probably tournament gamers, um, in the fact that when um, you've got your your model kits coming out, so let's talk about War Scrolls. So yeah. War Scrolls are like the... Like if you've seen a for, new 40k rulebook and you've got a data card, it's like that, but every box set will have it in. And it's going to have your your picture, your fluff, your stat line, and your rules. So basically, if you think about it, if every box that you buy has got the full rules and it's got an expansive set of special rules or abilities, then if you combine that over multiple units that synergize, then you're going to have quite an interesting game because you're going to have basic rules but there's all these extra rules that's going to synergize and because let's face it, X-wing is a simple game, but it's got quite a good meta. And if they're going to release kits regularly, which this Games Workshop, that's what they do, um, and new rules regularly, then the meta is going to constantly shift. And if you are a Forces of Order player, then you will be you will have something to do to add to play around with, probably every month or every other month. And that's pretty good considering if you we're in an old old school I only play wood elves and you have to wait 10 years for a book not quite so good yeah the other thing that's interesting about it was when I was reading the the, what armies fit into what thing in it says like you have order chaos destruction and was it death or something yes there's four they're saying there's four factions and each faction's got sub factions yeah but elves are not mentioned in any faction. Yeah, but I think they've renamed everything to be Games Workshop Unique IP. Yeah. So, like, they're, they're, they're not called ogres. They're called, like, orgors or something like that. I did see yeah. that and the goblin bit. Um, mm. But there was... There's, like, the red slayers or something, I think it was, that they said, like, dwarves. these are possibly the empires. Because you've got steam dwarves now, steampunk dwarves or yeah, something. Yeah, I saw that. So you might even have, like, you know, they'll start bringing out, like, forged constructs, because, I mean, probably a lot of this is, I know there's some basis around the laws of magic, because obviously in the end times you had the heroes, yeah, where they had, like, the, they became the aspects of magic, didn't they? So, like, yeah. Grimgore was, like, the beasts, and, like, um, the dude, the dwarf dude Gelt was... was metal. Uh, yeah, Gelt, Gelt was metal, Ungrimmifus was fire. So you'll probably find that, that these these heroes of the old world during the end times when the world was destroyed they've all been resurrected in this new place yeah pulled forward pulled warriors with them to this area and that's that's going to be the basis of it and it's going to be like a battle of the gods yeah because there was another bit in the fluff short section bit that there's nine realms or something the eight laws of magic and then one extra and chaos that's right so yeah so I'm sure I read somewhere that like you know Nagat like um, undead is going to be coming from the law of death and like there's going to be heavens there's like a heavens group and stuff like that so I can't remember where I saw it but well, it makes sure. sense that these angel things are heavens yeah yeah potentially I think um, from what I would say is that it's very different and it's a very bold move by Games Workshop um, and I I mean we can speculate on what we think is going on. Um, which we'll do a little bit now. I know this, this yeah. show is going to be a little bit disjointed, um, but 
hopefully it's going to be interesting for you guys. Uh, basically, from my opinion, and this is my opinion and what I've read and what I believe, is that obviously Games Workshop are trying to boost sales of their product line and the the sort of the old school method of rule book, army book, few kits, our new army book, few kits, isn't very interesting and it's a bit stale. And I think they, when they did like the end times and they were doing like a book with story advancement and like a load of splash releases, that was really popular. Um, and there's a lot of game systems out there now where you get a model with the rules all in a box, like X-Wing and Fantasy Flight in general sort of mini- collectible miniature games are like that and whiz kids and things like that have done it before yeah <clears throat> so i think they're going well that's a good direction to be in um and yeah I think, you you buy your box it's got the rules in it slap those bad yeah. boys on the base off you go you don't have to spend 40 quid on a book to go with it to use yeah. that one unit and not only that like you think about like barriers to entry of the game like with warhammer I mean, Two, three hundred quid minimum. It, well, it, yeah, it was just a problem when I worked in workshop and you sort of had to go right. You play a little intro game. Oh, that's really cool. How do I get into it? Right, okay. Well, you buy this box set and you get these some models in there in the rules, and you need to buy like paints and glues. Then you need to, but really, you need to buy the main rule book. We need to buy the army book as well. Then you need to add to the units, and then you need to paint like two hundred models, and then you and it's like it isn't it isn't gonna capture new players. It's just not gonna get people into it. It's not accessible. It's too much commitment, and I, I even have a gaming group, and none of them would be interested, and they're like, they've played games, which games in the past, and, and they're not, they're not young by any stretch of the imagination, but they, basically, they wouldn't get into Warhammer because there's so many other games you can get into with minimal investment, which are interesting, fun, tactical, and they're not interested in, in, Six you months know, of painting six, and five hundred yeah, exa- quid. Yeah, exactly. That you know, when you can go, well, I'll buy X Wing twenty six quid, buy a couple extra ships. Right, I've got a game. I can go to a tournament if I really wanted to, um, and I can every now and again I can buy a new ship and it and, and try it out, and that that's fun. And then you've got stuff like I mean, Armada's similar, but a bit more in depth. You've got like Infinity, our thirty five quid for a starter set, couple extra boxes, sixty seventy quid. Rules are downloadable. You don't need to buy the rule books. You you can just get the yeah. models together, play, you don't have to paint, you only have to paint like 10 models. Easily accessible. Here's um, something else about this downloadable rulebook. A bit like, again, like you said, it's going to be a bit random direction we go with this stuff, but because it's free and it's, it's ne- there's not actually a hard copy of it, it means they may be updating it, as in, yeah, they might FAQ it a lot, they might support it a bit more, they yeah, might add to it. Because it's not an actual, you know, oh, it's like, oh, we've we've released a hard book. It's wrong. We'll have to do some shitty FAQs for it. If That's they do this and have like a digital online version that you just download whenever it's updated for free, yeah, it might actually be better for tournaments as well. That's they, a really they may good point. actually FAQ their own stuff so there isn't yeah. an FAQ because the just the current book is correct. And I remember when Alessio was was in the studio, um, he made this big thing about they can't when they FAQ. They can't change what they've printed. They can just clarify it. So yeah. I think if you can basically revise, the, like revise it live, that's fine. I mean, obviously you've got to have some strict version control for tournament play if if that's the case. Yeah. Um, but I think you know, I mean, that's no different. I mean, people can manage that. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so basically the game um, square bases are gone. But you can still but use you them. can still use them because it's all measured to the model. 
which I think that's going to cause the most issues. That's open to exploit. Well, we've only seen this little quick rule, so there might be more caveats on it. So maybe, what, maybe I think they will release a rule book, and that rule book will have more expansive rules with examples and photos and diagrams. Yeah. As a book you can buy, but you don't need to. Um, but then are they going to release this rule book if they may do a living rule book where it's constantly updated? Well, but that's it. We don't know. Yeah. So we're, we're speculating, but um, yeah. it's it's kind of that. I think this is my biggest criticism of Games Workshop is that I'm I'm a Warhammer player. Um, I've been playing for years. I've had no enthusiasm to do anything Warhammer related until probably today, since probably before April, because I know something's coming, but yeah. I don't know what, and I can't do anything, I can't paint anything, I don't even know what the world is going to be, so I can't even like paint models up and base them, because yeah. I don't know what basing I should do. The last thing <clears> I bought <throat> was a pack of three flamers uh, for South Coast back at uh, <coughs> end of March. That was the last thing I bought, was a, a pack of three flamers at the end of March. I bought nothing for Fantasy this year, really. It's just... I mean, I haven't got any army books. I sold all my army books other than my Demon army book, so... I got in there well before, well before army books came obsolete and just sold up. Got rid of them all. Yeah, so, I'll keep them because I'm a hoarder. I like, I like having. Yeah, them. see, I had no use for them. They were just like, well, they're going to be sat there. They're not going to be relevant. Fuck it, they're going on eBay. Got rid of them all. Kept my demon one, and you know, I think I made the right call there for my for my uh, you know bank situation. I was like, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> but yeah, just I've not had the enthusiasm for hobby really. Uh, yeah, and I think shame. the the worst thing is is we know this game's coming out, but we don't know is it a standalone game, and we know a little bit more now. Um, yeah. But we were basically what I've seen and and heard and and I've heard from a third party from somebody else who who is fairly reliable is that basically that the the game like as Bob Kits go out they got the rules. This is going to be Warhammer. There isn't going to be a ninth know, edition. A ninth edition. This is the new game. Um, and they're going to release PDFs of all the kits that have already been released that you can download. Yeah. Um, so you can play with your existing collections. Um, the it's like a skirmishy based game, but it seems like they the stat line, the classic stat line, weapon skill, ballistic skill, initiative, all that is all gone. It's been replaced. I mean, have you got it, Les? Have you got the picture up? Can you I've, go through I've, the new I've got stat it here, line? If not, yeah, I've got it here. Give me two seconds. Well, yes. I'll, I'll start if you can't so, find it. Yeah, go on. I've got it. Well, yeah, if you want to, you got it. So go. Well, so on the stat line, you've got like a little a wheel with four stats in it. So you've got move, save, bravery, and wounds. So bravery is probably what leadership was. Yeah. Wounds is the same. Moves the same. Um, save was on some stat lines, but not actually as a stat. It was more just like in. Was it 40k that added that? That's 40k that added that, wasn't it? The save yeah. on the profile. Yeah. Yeah. Then you've got your weapons, which are your stat lines, effectively. So you've got your melee weapon, the range of it, your number of attacks, then to hit and to wound, the rend value, which is basically armor piercing, and then how much damage it causes, as in damage one, one wound. But there's no yeah no weapon skill, initiative toughness. All the stats are being rolled into each other, into these really simple... Just, I don't have to compare my weapon skill to your weapon skill. I don't have to do any of this. It's just I hit you one or three plus. 
Now, yeah, and I think that's actually quite a good idea. Yeah. But then, will another unit have like a thing that says when you attack this unit, like Nurgle, when you attack them, take one off the required roll to hit. So yeah, you still maybe. get modifiers yeah. in there, but they'll be specific to the the units, not the weapon skills. Yeah, and I think what would be really good as well is that you can, like having like the rend value and the attack value and the you know the the armor. There's enough stats there to make it interesting because. Obviously, if you're like, well, people hit really easily, but they don't wound very easily, then, you know, that there's there's all these sort of things you can do, and there's special rules as well. Like, I think, have you got some of the special rules, Les, you'll talk about? Yeah, so, I mean, if you, I'll, I'll go through some of the, the sort of like the standard guys then. So, the Liberators, which are sort of like the Sigmar guys with the shields, they've got, um, sort of like, um, I'll go through their abilities, really. What they've got is they've got a rule called Sigmarite Shields, which means you can re-roll save rolls of a 1 for that unit. So it's got a 4-up save re-rolling 1s. Um, it's also got a special rule called Lay Low the Tyrants. If it says, if any model from this unit selects an enemy unit with a wound characteristic of 5 or more as a target for all of its attacks in a combat phase, add 1 to all of the hit rolls for the model. Oh, okay. So... Obviously. So then straight away there, you've got a, a modifier to, on the to hit roll. Yes, yeah, so it's then hitting on threes yeah. on models with wounds of over five or more. Um, you know, taking it back to sort of like the corn guys, the, the, the chaos guys, the blood the blood warriors. Um, they've got abilities called um, No Respite. Um, and it says, if a model from this unit is slain in the combat phase, you can make a piling move and then attack with the model before you remove it. So it gets to attack when it dies. Yeah. Um, it's then got a special rule called Gore Fists. Um, it says each time you make a successful save roll for a model um, from this unit, and the attacking unit is in, within one inch of this unit, roll a dice for each roll of a six. The attacking unit suffers one mortal wound after all of the other attacks have been made. Yeah, and I think a mortal wound is a straight wound to the unit. There's no yeah. no save to allowed. hit, no save, nothing. It just I yeah. take a wound on the unit. Um, and I, I, it's interesting. The thing about the bravery stat is that you you roll. You, it's like a crumble test. Yeah. So I think you roll two dice and the casualties you took, and every point you fail it by, that's how many models die. Yeah, the combat res obviously works a lot different. And yeah, a unit of like, say, you've got a unit of twenty guys, they won't all just run away and flee, and the whole unit dies. If you lose by say four, just four guys run away, like a pop test. Yeah, so you take so, you, like take a bravery test and yeah. then with a modifier and then. Every point you fail is an extra guy who dies who runs away, basically. Um, but I, I think I'm actually quite optimistic. Like, after it's got reading legs. it, I think so. I think I actually think it's going to be a really good game. Like, I, I read from what I read, um, you know, and, and to be honest, there's a lot. There's going to be a lot of gut reaction of "Oh my god!" and it is different. And change, change is one of those things that that is if you don't communicate change well, this it, happens. It has a massive <laughs> negative impact. Yeah, and Games Workshop have not communicated this change well. I mean, you know, this is people have been playing this for like twenty years, and they can't. I just don't understand the mentality um, that they don't promote their product and give people some warning about what's happening, um, and say like this is coming, and, and get people excited about it because there's a lot of negative stuff out there and actually I was negative about it and I was I was down in the dumps and I went to a tournament the weekend and I couldn't be bothered because um, I just thought well the whole thing is gone and I'm not I'm not even going to see the people that I've 
you know, over the years I've met through tournaments, it's all going to go, it's all going to fall apart. And, and you know, I think, uh, you know, peop- the Games Workshop, I know they it's their product, they can do what they want, but they, they need to have a bit of fucking... A, a bit of foresight about how it affects people that have been supporting the company. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, they might make... I think it will sell really well. It's going to go massive. Um, and I hope it does. And I think it's going to be really cool to be able to pick a bunch of models in a bag, you know, depending on how big you want to go or how long you've got, and be able to play a game, and it will be fairly interesting and tactical, but not and not super complicated with rules debates and FAQs. I mean, when you look at stuff like the ETC, and I, I love I love my experience at the ETC, but when you've got to come up with an independent 34-page FAQ, it, it, there is Shit's something wrong. wrong there. It's <laughs> yeah. not, you know, and I think I think it's a very brave decision Games Workshop are making, and I think that they haven't disappointed us in with what they've done recently. And I, I'm sure it's going to be great. I just... I just wish I knew what was happening in more detail, so I could I could have got excited and started to plan armies or paint models or, and and I just feel like I've had and what I've basically done is I've poured my hobby time into other products, and yeah. now I'm like, you know, and I'm sure there'll be people out there that have done this, and then when this game comes out, they just won't even try it because they're already playing. They feel Malifaux like they've been betrayed. Well, yeah, and, and they're probably just thinking, well, I'm playing Malifaux then, or, or I'm already playing another game system, so yeah. I'm not bothered how good it is, because I'm investing my money, time, and effort, and I've got a club that I play with, or I, I've got, I'm going to go to a couple of events. I don't need to play Warhammer. So those players, if, if they've bled those players out, sure, they're probably going to get a whole new load in, and maybe the, the argument would be, well, they're not people that would, would, would stuck with it anyway. But, you know, I mean, I just... I, I don't know, I, I just... I think the Games Workshop keep everything tight locked up till one week before is fine for like normal releases, but for something like this, it, I when just you're killing an entire hobby system, it's yeah, yeah that's... It, it's just it's just not appropriate, really. I mean, like, I've got I've got thousands of models, and I'm like, well, are they going to be obsolete? Am I going to be able to sell them? Are they just going to? Am I just chuck them in a bin bag? I mean, what what's going on? And you know, not even knowing that's been. It's been a bit stressful, to be honest. Yeah. Should we talk about the one mystery that's still got no light on it at all? Yeah, gone in. How do you construct an army? What are the points values like? Well, I don't think it is got that much mystery because it's it's been said, hasn't it? There are no points values. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So, how do you construct an army? How is it balanced? How do you just go? I'm going to use my these twelve dragons, and you can use your twelve little goblins, mate. Because we both got 12 Well, models. I think you buy in units. So a box set's going to be a unit, and that's a war scroll. So you go, well, I'm going to have... You can have five war scrolls, and you probably find they've got a type. Have we got... A, we've got pictures, haven't we? Well, have yeah. Got a type? So if you look at this, then, yeah, it says, uh, a unit of prosecutors can have any number of models. Um, so... And that's a war scroll. So yeah. just go... So I get to use two war scrolls, so I'm going to have 50 prosecutors... Because it can have any a unit of them can have any number of models within a war scroll. Mm. There's got to be some way of restricting it because otherwise it seems just a bit open till. Yeah, so like let's let's use my favourite model as an example. You, you're playing orcs and you go, I'm going to take if it's a, like a lord slot or something. We don't really know. So my lord war scroll slot is I'm going to take a goblin shaman who's this. I'm going to take fucking Kairos. Now how is that? 
how do you balance that against the other one is it just i'm gonna take this fucking emperor dragon as my lord choice oh you've got a uh just some little bro oh okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna play devil's advocate here yep does it need to be balanced in terms of do the rules need to force you to do it or do you just you're playing playing with your mate and you go well i'm gonna let's have a game what you use i'm gonna use my goblin shaver my night goblin horde and you go well, I'm not going to take Kairos because that'd be a dickish thing to do. I'm going to do this. Oh yeah, and, and I I'm think, not talking about garage gaming. I'm talking about if we're playing tournaments. But they don't care. And what tournament scene will do? They will come up with a compact. Yeah, but then is but it up been to us no, to do that? But that's been no different. We've been doing that in Eighth Edition. Oh yeah, we have. You can't. But there was you know, at least a basic points guideline that we could work around. Yeah, possibly. But, you know, I mean, like, some, some compacts completely rewrite that. I mean, look at Swedish comp. But it I, doesn't I, change point values, though, does it? Well, yeah, but it does restrict what you can have by, by a point system, which yeah. is all a point value is. I mean, but, you know, there will be a way to, to, to balance it. For I mean, but there might be a system to selecting an army. Um, it might not be in the core box set because oh, yeah. at the end of the because day, you've got the two forces in the box set, and they probably look quite balanced. And they're balanced. By the look of it, it's a lord, a hero, yeah. two core, a rare, and a special. Yeah, so both you've have the same amount, so it looks like a balanced star box. Guys and stuff. So uh, I don't know. That's just like the the one thing that most people are talking about. Like I've seen on Twitter today, all day it's how do we construct an army? What do we just take? What the fuck we like? Or but I've heard that there's formations. So you have to buy for you have a formation, and the formation will have like you might have a stormcast formation which has Lord Celestin, four of these guys, ten of these guys, four of that, and you you're or you have like a bit like the forty k formations where it tells you what you can have in it. Um, I know they've got points values as well, but maybe that's it. Maybe there will be points values, but that's going to come out in the book that comes out yeah, later. Yeah, possibly. Um, but we, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what you get with the PDFs when they go up on Saturday with the already existing yeah. armies, because they might not have any points values. Um, but actually, going forward, if they release like, you know, this Age of Sigmar rulebook or, or whatever, or, or like the first campaign book, and it's got formations with points values and army construction, but they won't include any of the old stuff, then maybe tournaments will go where well, the old stuff's out and you have to just use the new stuff because that's been pointed and balanced. Yeah. Um, but, you know, regardless, that there will be something can be done by the community or, or it will be done by Games Workshop. I mean, it's it will be there. I mean, it, I'm interested to see what, what they come up with. Yeah, um, I, I am, honestly, I want to see what the fuck they're doing because so far it just feels like a big-ass middle finger for the last three months. Um, yeah, I, I've I've been a bit hacked off about it to be honest, but I'm excited about it now. Like literally, yeah. after seeing the stuff that I've seen today and, and looking at the game, and I'm quite excited to give it a go. And and maybe and then we sort of you know you guys are at mine for barbecue Saturday. Yeah, we're going to so play Saturday, aren't we? We're going to so. we're going to look at the downloads and we're going to give it a go. I mean, there's you've obviously you've got in terms of the phases, you've got this new like this new heroic phase haven't you and there's yeah. i think i read something about magic is you if you've got like a spell you in that phase you would roll two dice and try and beat the cast value and it's always a 2d6 roll and then if there's an enemy wizard within like 18 and can see you they can try and dissipate it and they roll two dice and got to beat yeah. what you've rolled so basically there's a magic system it's very simple but then that the could be really interesting could be really complex because so you could have like 
you imagine like terrain, you'd set up the turn before to be in a position where you can cast and they can't be you whoever wizard can't see you. Yeah. So yeah, you, no. you, you, So there is some strategy to it. Yeah, so in your turn you might be going, Well I need to move my wizard so I can see his wizard, otherwise in his go he's gonna cast that spell and I need to be able to stop it. And yeah. so I can already see there's tactical decisions you have to make. Yeah. And even the way that you you know things like the the, there's going to be buffs and, and, and area effects like that BSB guy there's, you can plant his banner or something can't he? So, yeah. For the, the, the Empire, like you know the Eternal BSB guy, right. he's got two special, he's got two spells he's got like a lightning storm and a healing storm Right. and he does two different things of it, like he does D3 wounds on the one, he can pray for a lightning storm in the hero phase or he can pray for a healing storm um, and basically, you can recover die three wounds, or he can inflict die three wounds into units within twelve inches. Yeah. And so there, there's obviously like, and that's already the two spells that that dude's got yeah. compared to sort of like the two basic ones that come on the the initial sort of like the rule book. And yeah. looking at his profile as well, it says at the bottom it says keywords order celestial. Yeah. Human, Stormcast Eternal, and here's the words that are, that are new: hero and priest. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe that... you go. You can only have one hero. You can only have. And then Lord Solicitant, or whatever his name is, the dude on the dragon. He's also got the hero keyword. Yeah. The rest of the guys don't. Yeah, maybe that's because they do something in the heroic phase, or they've got a different way to react. But you'll probably find as well. You've got these keywords, like you say. There'll be abilities that go everything with the keyword blah gets blah or or get you know and, and i um i actually think it's something more simple i think you can just search by keyword if these are all data scrolls on an ipad it'll just be like search everything order and then it'll just bring up all the war scrolls of order yeah but i think they would have a game effect yeah oh yeah yeah there was something that said with the um the whenever rumor and stuff that i saw where i think the one you posted terry which was saying that you know if you have sort of like a themed army then the benefits of having a themed army is is great. So each of the corn things have corn row on it. So if you had like a complete corn army, then there will be benefits for yeah. having a corn army. Yeah, no, I did. That's something I I did send that to you today, didn't I? It says like, yeah, if you have an, you can take whatever you want, but if you mix and match stuff, it won't be as strong as if you like theme and actually alpha. theme and build a proper yeah. army. Yeah. So you like, I know you don't know if they exist anymore, but you can't just go here's my twelve steam tanks. Yeah, because they that won't be a theme. Well, I suppose they're all all empire, whatever the fuck they are. But you can't just go here's like three tanks, here's a demon prince, here's like you know a unit of fifty of these bros from this thing, here's a tree man. It might I, look cool on the table, but it won't have any theme like bonuses or. I, I'd be it. very surprised if you could mix faction. Yeah, it will be within. Yeah, as in like you can take because in the law of order you'll be able to take the the, the stormcast dudes like whatever is there, whatever the elves are now, whatever humans are now, whatever dwarves are now. You'll be able to sort of like within a the the order, the army of order. You'll be able to take that. Whereas if you yeah it down one route and say right, so I'm going to take a specific say for instance like a dwarf army. Um, within, within a certain faction then it, it creates like the theme of that faction and then perhaps that will have different effects I mean I'm totally speculating and stuff but I mean yeah but we no, have to we don't have sense, any but yeah exactly we don't, we don't have any information um, yeah. and, and it's out in what two ten, days ten days three days 
Well, yeah, well, yeah pre yeah, sorry, the the rules and the pre-orders and then the rules for all the rest of the models are up this Saturday morning, aren't they? So yeah. So when the, when the Games Workshop site dies on its ass, yeah, because it'll go. Oh my god, too much traffic. Um, yeah. So I mean, I think we're probably going to go and get the White Dwarf on Saturday and and you know give that a go. Um, I mean, I I think um, I, I'm excited about it now, uh, which is good. It's definitely a positive now. Before it was a kind of fuck Warhammer, I'm done with that. But is it a tournament game? That's another question. That's so like as a game, like I can see my my mates on a Thursday playing this, and I can see them playing it. I can actually see people picking up GW kits, putting together a little force, um, because it you know you could play with a couple box sets, and you don't need to you know buy like four hundred models or whatever it is. Yeah. But my issue is if it's not a tournament game. I'm probably not going to play it. Well, that that's the point, isn't it? Because yeah, because like... I I go to the tournaments to see all these people. You know, Mikey put up a really good thing on uh, the Twitter today, saying like how he hopes it doesn't die because he's not going to see all these his mates he's made over the last few years of doing the hobby and whatever because yeah. they're the reason why he does the hobby. Yeah, exactly the same so, as myself. You know, I yeah. go to events. I love going and see because... people like I haven't seen. Like, yeah. you know, people up north that you you just. You would never know these people. No, you know, it's the well, hobby that's brought you together. I mean, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know have you met guys. you or yeah. Les. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's the great thing about the hobby and and, and the tournament scene, and it it knocks me a little bit that GW and I don't know where it's come from, but even when I worked there, there was this like tournaments were a dirty word. Yeah, no, and it's, it's always like, been like that. And it's like, well, they're not. It's Support just them the, and make money off of it. And not just make money off of it, but but just encourage the right behaviour. Because like some of the stuff that used to go on at the GT the GTs, the GW run events, they let happen and they didn't police it and then you had like some horror stories. And I mean not many. I mean I think I did probably six heats and, and five finals or more. And to be honest, I never had um I never had really any bad games. I think I had like four bad games um, and two of them were against the same individual. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I mean, I think that, that there is, the, the big thing about tournaments is that you get to meet people you don't normally get to, to meet and you get to talk about, you've got something in common but you can also find out about what they're up to. I mean, you know, even like this weekend at the big event, Played the, the, the team from Bath, and I was chatting to Jack, and now he found out about I went and saw the Who on Friday and stuff like that. And, and you know, I wouldn't, you know, it's, it's you get to meet people, um, and that's cool, and that's what it's about. And you know, even like getting getting pissed up at the Invitationals with you know, like Richard and stuff like that is really good, and it's like those sort of memories. And as I said in the last show, when I talked about the experience of Eighth, I don't want. Ninth or Age of Sigmar, not to have similar things, yeah. um, and not not necessarily for myself because maybe you know there comes a point when you've done it for so long that, that you know things change in your life. But people that like like Jack, for instance, he's like twenty two or whatever it was, is where's his tournament experience? You know, the people that have just started doing tournaments, where's their sort of experience going to be? on that, that scene. And like, even like Dan, when he talks about when he was like a teenager getting pissed up at tournaments and stuff, and that it's a great thing about the hobby, you know? 
it's it's a really good thing about it. It's a good friend tool to actually just meet interesting people. Yeah. Yeah. So, or sometimes some very odd people, but you know, yeah. but that it's just still a good laugh. Um, so yeah, if, like I was going back to saying before, if the, if it's not a tournament game, uh, that that's me done with it, and I look for another game to join in a tournament scene and meet new people again. So I'm definitely um, I'm definitely going to be throwing myself into Infinity and um, probably yeah, I'm going to have events. to come with you guys in that, aren't I? So you know, <laughs> getting on that as well. But, um, should we take some of the questions from there? Because that'll be good topics actually from yeah. the the so, uh the Twitter. i mean some of them are funny we'll just get through them pretty so let's, quick before we do that though, let's just what's your opinion on it um like if i talk to like if i get les's opinion in your opinion and yeah because obviously i've spoke a lot but yeah yes do you, do you go first and les your opinion on what this game Sigmar is. is yes um i mean to be honest initially i was completely sort of like gutted really is the, the, the right word i mean i i mean yeah. i could be Somebody who's only been in the tournament scene what two years now. Yeah. I, um, you know, I put a lot of effort going to the events and getting to know people, and just generally sort of like found that the overall tournament scene to be like welcoming with open arms. And I thought it was brilliant, and I was looking forward to potentially what ninth could be. Um, and initially, when this came out, I was completely and utterly sort of like shocked. I felt, you know, one hundred percent disheartened with it all. Um, and I think a lot of it isn't down to sort of perhaps the rules or the models or anything. It was more a case of I've put all of this, like, you know, I've, I've done this is what I, I've always had something that I've threw myself into. And I sort of threw myself into Warhammer for the last two years. And it, it kind of felt like the last two years and that was it. And it, it kind of like I wasn't ready for it to be over. Um, looking Basically, at the it's, like, it's like you just got dumped. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is so, like you've just but, been broken up with. And, like, I'm sure I've used this, like, stupid analogy before. I said, like, workshops, like, the, the hot girl that you keep, that keeps sort of, like, coming back to you but treating you like a piece of shit. But you always yeah. end up going back to her because she's the hot girl. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's an amazing analogy. I love that. That is, like, what workshop is. It's, like, it is the hot girl that is a bit of a bitch, but she is hot. So She is a bitch, and she'll just use you when she needs you, but you just always fucking go back there because you're weak. You, you need weak. that crack. I mean, there, there are there are ever nice girls out <laughs> there, crack. <laughs> there that aren't quite as hot and would probably treat you better and be really good girlfriends. But they'll make you a good sandwich. Girl. They'll you know they'll be good. But, <laughs> but no, you go back to that dirty slut every time. Yeah, because she's the hot girl. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, looking at it like completely like from the outside, I'll buy it and I'll play it. And yeah, if it's not for me, I'm, I'm hoping that it that there's more to it than what we've initially seen, but I'm sure Workshop has a plan. They, they've not been, even when you look at the end time stuff, if you look at the fact that, you know, you either loved or hated the fact that they killed the world, you loved, they've not dropped the ball with the story, with some might say the rules, I don't particularly like the magic rules from end times, um, and and everything else that they've, they've done so far, they've not dropped the ball, so I think, despite the fact that it kind of feels like they've shunned us a little bit, I'll still buy the box set and I'll play the game and I'll give it a chance. You're still going to go crawling back for that booty call. Exactly. Yeah, you're just going to call her up on that Friday night when you're a little bit drunk. You're like, fuck, I need this lay. I'm going to have to text this bitch. 
man, you're making me sound like I'm desperate, man. I'm not desperate. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> how, how long has you wouldn't uh, been gone? It's been <laughs> a long time. <laughs> oh, I'm a front, man. But, um, but yeah. I remember you saying that to me that you thought Ninth was going to be your addition to like really like trying to hone, like get into the gaming side and start from fresh level and just get in it. But now the problem is, is that it's is it that is it going to be that type of game that you can do that with? So yeah, yeah I understand where you're coming from. I mean, I'm I'm kind of thankful that I've I've had my like hyper competitive experience with Warhammer. I, I'm yeah, I'm the same. Um, I know I didn't reach. Well, actually, I was number one for like four months, but you know, I just it was official. Wasn't on, but, was on the website. <laughs> my, I, I've been up there. I've you worked, you worked it out. You worked, you worked it out. But it wasn't on the website. I, I was, I was number one. It's fine. It was on the website. Pe- people know. People know. I've got enough fucking trophies. I had a great run. I, I really enjoyed it. Did I play a powerful army? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to win. Go people go home, innit? Go big or go home. That's when you fucking, when I pulled out fucking Malekith and rammed it down people's faces. That was amazing. Yeah, and they but, just looked at you like, what the fuck? Really? Like, yeah, take these cry. Balls, choke on that. <laughs> Those Lizardman players, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do anything. I can't do anything with my army. I've been tabled in why, one turn. Why yeah? did you play Lizardman then? <laughs> They're fucking gone. Get over it. Don't you be know, fucking horrible to Craig. He's a you know who you are, Craig. Raph. Yeah. Craig. Oh, and Raph, yeah. Raph. Special shout out for Raph because yeah. he is going to listen to this. <laughs> I know. He, he knows. He knows I was talking about him. It's fine. Yeah. Um. My my feelings is just so similar to yours, though. Les. I felt like I just invested a lot of time into it, and then they've gone. You're done. We're over. Sorry. That's it. But now this kind of looks like it might be a game that we could use for tournament. I don't know. Like I think it is. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm really excited. Starting a new army. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing if this is the model level that they're putting out there. Then fucking bring it on, man. I'm looking forward to, you know, actually spending some time and not batch painting an army. Yeah. I mean, the new, the new elder, um, I mean, elves are going to look really good in I'm either system. So. Ready, man. Okay. I mean, I mean, let, I mean, I'll put it into perspective. I I dip my toe into Saga, um, and for people who don't know, it's a historical um, skirmish game, and the rules for that are just like Age of Sigmar simple. I'm not I'm not doing it disservice. They are really simple. Every faction has the same. They all do the same thing. But then what you've got is you've got every faction has a board that's got their special abilities on. You've got like, special dice. So basically, you've got flavour in the factions. Now, I played it a competitive event, and it was really good, and it did feel like a good competitive system, and I think that's going to be more basic than what Age of Sigmar is going to be, because there's going to be more around the rules and more to it. So I'm, I'm quietly confident it's going to be... It's going to be good. A good game. Yeah. I, I, I just think it is. Um, I mean, negativity aside, I'm stoked, man. I'm like, I'm pumped for it. It's like, if this is what... It's like, you either you roll with the punches or you fucking put it to the one side. And it's just like, you just roll with the punches and pick it up and then see what see what it's like. And I'm really excited to be playing games on the weekend, man. Yeah, and, and I think I was actually... The where I was in my, like, in terms of how much hobby and stuff I've done... It's not like I haven't got um, a good innings of competitive Warhammer Fantasy Battle. I've done a lot of that. 
So a new thing, a new a new thing to do, but still Games Workshop, still Games Workshop quality products, still as long as they support it. And I mean, I love, I even love the idea of getting like a printed fucking card in your box with all your stats and your pictures and your fluff yeah. on it. Do you know? I, I think don't... it's going to be a little black and white flimsy bit of. No, I don't. I think it's going to be a colour card like the the pictures you've got. I think it's yeah. going to look like that. I think the new kits will have that, and obviously all the old kits are just oh, the old have kits a, a download, just be, yeah. Yeah, download, yeah. But yeah. I think, I, I mean, I don't like the whole you've got a black and white instruction booklet. There's a stat line at the back of it. I, I, but if you've got a data card that in in you, I mean, imagine that if you you go, I've got to play my army list. You just put your cards out on the table. That's my list. Yeah, yeah. and you've got all your reference in front of you. So, oh, can I see your card? Oh, can, what does that do? Here's a card, mate. I'm gonna have to buy a fucking laminator, aren't I? Oh, but, keep, but keep those bitches stra- nice and crisp. Straight away, but straight away, how elegant is that? Yeah. Oh, can I see your book, mate? No magic card. No flicking through the, the book. No. Oh, I've got to go look at the spell section. I'm going to flip back to the magic items. I'm going to go back. It's all on the card. Yeah, could and it has potential? I, I agree. Yeah. I think, um, and I think as well. From a business point of view, I think Games Workshop need to do something because they're losing too much market share. Yeah. Because there's so many good games out there that have, are so accessible now. If if, fan- if this new fantasy thing or whatever it is, Warhammer, flops, there's still the 30k Horus game coming up around the corner. So, you know, that'll fill the void for someone, I suppose. But I, I think it's um, a positive move by Games Workshop. They're putting downloadable rules on their website for free. They're... You know, they've opened their Twitter account. They've, they're talking about going to shows and promoting their products. Have they opened a Twitter account? Yeah, they're back on Twitter. I thought that was a, a fan one. I, I thought, no, I not, thought the, the, not the one that's Games Workshop 1. There is actually an official. Oh, is there? Official one, yeah. Do you know what? They might follow me, actually. Um, so, there's also that statement that went out to the US stores. I mean, it could be a fake, but. I, I honestly think if, if that is true, if they are actually going down that direction, that's a good thing. Um, because you, if you look at other wargaming companies out there, and I'll take Corvus Belly for an example, just because that's what I've been pouring myself into recently, their customer support and their support for the people that play their game is fantastic. Yeah. They, they go on and they, they go and there's podcasts out there they, they help promote, they, they give out, like, they actually go on as guests, they they will put out information, they will show what they're doing in Design Studio, they've got the rules are free for download, they're very open with what's happening, um, the, the the product range looks great, the new direction, they're quite open about what they're doing, fantastic. And if Games Workshop are going to start going more down that route, I think that's a good thing, and I think it's a good business decision, and I think they will catch a load of war gamers or board gamers as well that play these sort of style games. But if the game scales well, and this really is the the problem, like when you yeah. played Lord of the Rings, I don't know if you ever played it. It doesn't scale. As it didn't scale. So you play you play scenarios with like with like, you know, your your escape for Isengard or whatever the fuck scenario. Yeah. You, uh, you have your fellowship, you have your yeah. little small band you of know, bros. You attack at Weathertop or whatever scenario, yeah. your five ring race, the Hobbits and Aragon or whatever. Great. Great little game. Really worked. Every scenario felt interesting and cool. It was a tactical challenge. 
as soon as you went, let's do Battle for Penal or Fields, it just fell on its ass because it was it just didn't work as a mass battle game. Obviously, no. they brought out War of the Ring, which I think was quite a good system, but it was alright. People just don't weren't into didn't the get onto it. It was, it. Dead, it, it was it? good. I mean, let's it just, be honest. Yeah. It's like flogging a dead horse, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But I mean, I think that if this game scales up well as well, I mean, if you look at like a typical Warhammer army, like a 2,400 point army, let's take the army I had at the weekend. I had like a Demon Prince, a Chimera, a Guard Demonic Mount, a unit of Warriors with a Wizard, um, you know, two units of Crushers, Chimera, um, and two Chariots. Well, that's about it, I think. That's not a lot of units, really. No. I mean, when you think about it, you've got five or six units and, and like three heroes or whatever. Then it's like, if that's an, if that's a big army for, um, you know, what we're used to playing with now, if Age of Sigmar, you can go, well, I've got my, I've got my two heroes, uh, I've got my, I've got three heroes, like a battle standard, a wizard and a, and a, and a lord on a, like a mouse, monstrous mount or some shit like that. I've got a couple units of bros, um, you know, some, and I've got some cavalry and I've got thing. It's going to be about equivalent same size army, and if the game is going to be interesting enough that you've got enough tactical versatility there with your buffs and your special abilities, and you've got like all oh, these guys, I mean, it might get a bit rock paper scissors is the only thing, but then maybe the fact your your army list selection, however that works, there might be ways to fit. And I think I'm already seeing the sort of the the tactical nuances in your army selection and from what you can take and what how the abilities synergize from just the little snippet we've had. Um, yeah. And if that means that every every couple of months they're releasing new kits for every faction, like you're going to get order and death and destruct, you know, you're going to get a destruction kit, a chaos kit, an order kit and a and death kit, then that's going to change the meta. Then And it's going to be, oh, I'll paint a unit of five guys and put them into my army. And I'll drop this unit out, or I'll put this cycle. The, oh, I might cycle this unit back in because now they're using, you know, the the Age of Sigmar bros are using these new, these new fucking angelic horse Fun, thunder claws, fucking, not lightning claws. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these angelic claw winged um, land raiders, whatever they are. Um, I'm going to put this unit back in my army that I have not been playing with because they're really good against it. But it's an older kit, so. Yeah, yeah I, I see, wouldn't it? Like, you know, just see, like, you know, all those new kits that we've never seen as tournament players, like, you know, Wildwood Rangers and Eternal Guard, you know, what happens if they're actually, you know, the new rules are good? Yeah, I mean, make, like, kits that people don't use, like Pink Horrors, you know, they might be really good. <laughs> yeah, so no one uses Pink Horrors, eh? Yeah. No. Right, um, I, I was going to say these questions. Um, some of them we've already done, so we can... Um, no, it's fine. Let's have a break. We'll come back and then we'll we'll do the question. Okay, so we're back from the break and we are going to look at some listener tweets, questions. Yeah, so I put out a, just a tweet today saying, does anyone have any subjects or any any thoughts they want us to, to go over? And got some decent ones back. So um, first of all, Ming, uh, will Facehammer stick with Age of Sigma or find an alternative ranked up system? I think we've pretty much gone through that, haven't we? We, if it's a tournament game, we'll stay with it. If it's not, it'll just be a just an X-wing style sort of game to play. I think the the short answer there is we just don't know. And yeah, we don't know. And that that's, and I don't think we're the only ones. Um, in terms of podcast, um, that's another thing we have to think about because obviously, if I'm not playing it, 
then I'm not going to be podcasting about it because yeah. I've got no interest in that. Yeah. Um, so if, if I'm playing it, then certainly I think podcasts will continue. Whether all of us are still on it, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it depends what people are doing, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. I will say for sure that regardless, I will be podcasting because I think I quite enjoy it and I'd like to, I, I do actually want to do an Infinity podcast. So, yeah. Talking about it a lot on the Infinity yeah. podcast. So, yeah. In terms of a ranked up system, there isn't one. I mean, Kings of War, I, I, I know, and, you know, I think maybe that's a good tournament system, make a good game system, I don't know. But I don't know enough about it, and I know the rules. You can download them, but um, Mantic have been a bit um, hot and cold for me. So I'm I just think, not excited about that. No, I think some of their games are really good, like Dead Zone's fantastic system. But again, like model-wise, uh, yeah, just just leaves me cold. I can't get behind it. Um, I know you could use alternates, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's just what people are playing is what attracts me to the game. So if the Warhammer tournament regulars that I've known over the years gravitate towards a certain system then I might try that system out and, and jump onto it but yeah. in terms of ranked up mass battle system there isn't one other than Kings of War I don't think or historical and I'm not interested in historical games so yeah follow on question from that is not on here but I saw it on uh, Warhammer forum today it's people beating on about this one will you go to 8th edition tournaments if no. they continue to run them, if Warhammer stops, no, 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 because there's no point. Because the meta won't move. Won't it'll get move. stale. It'll and be. Boring. It's already stale for me. It's already boring for me. There's, I already there's don't multiple go. threads already of people writing their own fan written 8.5 edition yep, or I'm not running in that. etc comp. And if it's dead, just move on. Let, let it go. Let, let it go. go. I don't. If if you know, I'm not interested in going to like stupid like fan fucking written community-based games, because all you end up doing is you end up with people arguing about what should be the right rules and things like that, and yeah. it's just going to turn into a complete um, like shitstorm. shitstorm of bullshit, and I, I just can't be bothered with that. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to be a games designer. You know, If I'm playing a game, I want to play it. I don't want to design it. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, as I said, I don't want to be... I would like to be a games designer, but that's another, <laughs> um, that's yeah. another thing. Um, so... Follow-on question from Ming: Can Age of Sigmar make Russ smile like I can? Did, I did Ming touch you in certain ways? He made me smile a lot. Actually. Yeah. yeah. He's currently called Conflicted Ming, Rage of Ming, on Twitter. So he's yeah. yeah. Uh, Robert Ellis, uh, what are you guys looking forward to the most? Pick one thing. One thing each, I reckon. The newness of it all. The newness. Um, Paint a new army. For me, painting something, if you know, the new, the new journey, the new journey. I I just new models, fucking great new models. Like I, I'm not sold on the Blood Angel things yet, but I think with a proper paint job, they'll look fucking awesome. The the chaos stuff has got me wet. Yeah, the chaos stuff is. I am. If that's the quality of what's coming, yeah, yeah. I'm wet. I'm wet for chaos usually anyway, and and that. Those models are fucking amazing, and I've always wanted to do a corn rush army and make it look really fucking like classic red and fucking yeah. fucked up, and that looks like a great excuse. 
I love yeah. the nipples, man. They just look so cool with like their beards hanging at the bottom of the helmets and like the bottom part of their faces exposed and stuff. Yeah, it's they look good. They look sick, man. Um, Chris Mintz will ninth follow Age of Sigma. No, I don't think it'll be called Ninth Edition. I, I don't, don't think, think it'll it be called Warhammer Fantasy Battle. But I wouldn't, exp- like I said, maybe there will be a follow-up game. That, I, that, I imagine there'll be, be campaign more... books that progress the game. Yeah. I, I think this, it's not Ninth, but this is Ninth. Yeah. As in, this is what we have now. There is no Ninth Edition. That's my feeling yeah. on it. Um, if the game has uh, no point system and no force selection, how can GW make it work? That's from Dwellers Below. Let's find out. Yeah, we have no idea. <laughs> but I don't think they ever worried about balance, even... No, they just want to sell pretty models just... and have a fun game. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's kind of been a bit weird thing about Games Watch. They're like, well, we don't, they don't really care about it being overly balanced, but then they had a point system, so it didn't really make sense. So if, they, if they're if they going to the point where they're like, well, we don't really want people worrying about writing army lists... I mean, I'll give you a little bit of an insight, is when I was working in a workshop and you had to do beginners... And you you sit down with the rule book and you have got your like your twelve year olds and you go right this is you have to write an army list so you add up the points you know fifteen points a model then you add on the shield that's an extra point there's sixteen points yeah. times that by thirteen uh, it was hard work. Add, and it's like fuck man really can't they just have fun yeah <laughs> I know uh, you're like going from GW experience when I worked in GW as well you had the kids writing out their their army list for like 40k this always made me laugh they were copying out the names of the the entries from the book onto paper writing out the points space marine de redoranaut my favorite one ever literally the word was right there and the kids still managed to put de redoranaut it just made me laugh so much and like zinch was spelt like five different ways on this one kid army list not the right way once, but five different ways. <laughs> I, my funniest thing was this guy that, that all he played was corn. Um, and we had this campaign where you had to write your, your name on a, on a base, on a regiment base. So he wrote, he painted on it, um, corn lord, but he misspelt it. So it said crone lord. <laughs> and every time he was playing the game, we were like, oh, pray to crone. Oh, crone, bring that. We <laughs> just. <laughs> He yeah, could have been dyslexic, that's fucking harsh. He wasn't. Yeah. Fucking he old. was just special. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we don't know, do we? Points, no. don't know. It just puts models on the table, have some fun, I guess. Just see what happens. I think there will be a system for selecting an army. I think it will be based around the scenario and win condition. And I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with that. Yeah. Um, six dice skill team put, do you think you and the other big podcasts could collab on the community direction. I, I don't even want to... Is that our job? What? Are, are we a big podcast? Uh, who are the other big podcasts? <laughs> um, no I, one a at short the moment. answer is, that, a bit quiet, is, to be honest, no, I've got no interest in, like I said, becoming a part of a community rules rep. committee <laughs> or rep for a game that's dead. Um, just move on. Move on. Just we'll, move we'll on. find something. Um, play Magic, play fucking War Machine, play something. There's plenty out there. Um, just just move on. I'm still going to play Collect and Paint Warhammer models, and I'm still going to play Age of Sigmar, whether that's tournament or in my round my house with mates having a couple of beers and drink, eating some pretzels. Doesn't doesn't matter. Um, I will find something to do with my spare time because that's what I do. Um, so, but it may not be Warhammer Fantasy Battle. It won't be because it doesn't exist. And I'm not interested in becoming a ambassador for the community 
bastardized version of Warhammer or writing army books or updates and FAQs for, for a game that isn't supported by the company that created it. Um, just, yeah. just fucking take your books out to the recycling bin and move on. Get yeah. with the times, man. Get with the times. Not the end times. Sig- this what well. is it? Age, Age of Playmobil. <laughs> I, was I, I wanted how to get that in there. It was going to take you um, to get that in. So, uh, Sig Monk Gamer has put, uh, made an observation that elements from other games, even old specialist games, uh, are in the Age of Sigmar rules. Could you expand on that? Expound? Expound on that, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I think he means expand. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, just... I think that's coming like most games of Gorilla Size War Schools. Oh, um, so, an observation of elements from other games. Why there might be elements of other games in the rules. I don't. What do you want me to expand on? That, that you, you roll really dice might... to hit and to wound and see what happens. It's pretty. You know, you've got I the two D six games are the same, aren't they? You've got the two D six leadership test thing. You've got the you've got the the principles of of measuring and things like that. I mean, and that's the other thing that's going to be missing, like things that people take for granted, like measuring a, a move. If if the rules just say you move your move characteristic, it, well, how, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? You know, it, it's whether or not they're just not going to go to that level in the book. Because I remember yeah. in the first book you had like general principles, like how do you measure? What does within mean? What does? Because you think it's, it, this is the only thing that Games Workshop have been bad at is games terms. So like, I remember when I read the War Machine book and it says within, completely within. Uh, you know, it tells you what that means. Within is. You're, you know, the distance between the two bases is X. Completely within means the entire base is within that distance. Yeah. So things like when you get like a special rule and it says roll two dice every unit within 12, but then if your unit is, is half in 12, does that count as the whole unit or is it just, is it the model or is that, does it have to be more than 50%? If they don't specify these things, that's what's going to cause problems because you can't, if you don't have game terms, it's a problem. So, like, most gaming systems will have keywords, and they'll embolden the text, and it'll be, if you are... It'll be, like, for example, what is a face-to-face role in Infinity? What is a... You know, these are modifier, and it will tell you the modifier works by this, it's maximum minus 12 or plus 12, blah. Those kind of things, I really hope that when they release the expanded rules, because I know they're going to... We fucking know they're going to. They're not just going to have a full yeah. Um When they release that, that's what needs to be in there. A more comprehensive rule set. So if you're Billy, Billy and Jimmy playing on their kitchen table with their models, with their PDF and their four-page pamphlet, they don't, give a a, time. they don't give a fuck about that. But if you're like us lot, going off to rocking up to a tournament, we do care. The face so, on table one, he wants to know what within fucking means. Yeah, I want to know how to fuck you with the which rules. Part, which part of the model I actually measure from? Is it from the fact that yeah. the sword hanging out six inches over the base and I measure from yeah, that? Yeah, that's something I read in that thing as well. Like, you measure from the, the weapon that you're striking with. Here's my uh, dude on a base with his uh, three-foot-long sword. Yeah, I'm just going to twat you from my deployment zone. Cheers. Here's my sister's <laughs> toilet on Forest Dragon where it hangs like fucking six inches over the size of the 50 mil. You'll mate. notice the mm. arrow on this bow is, uh, yeah, two feet long, so I can shoot you from the other corner. Um, I'm one inch away, clearly. Every spear in the entire <laughs> world will be facing forwards. That'd be the, the two foot long, like, red stick that comes in the starter box just stuck on what, all the your spearmen. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think 
if that is the case and, and someone's doing that, I just won't play them. Yeah. And if it's a tournament, you just have a house rule that says... Don't be a dick. You know, you from make, the base. Well, you, well, yeah, maybe. maybe you, <laughs> Keep it fucking simple. Well, maybe, well, maybe this, the tournament system will give you a base size guide and say these models have to be on these size bases and you measure from the base. Yeah. Maybe that will be that. I mean, I mean, you know, uh, there's as a tournament system, maybe they, they the community will do that um, rather than going or TO will do that rather than relying on you know these rules. But then the point is, if if it's not the interest for people to attend these events, then yeah, then it won't happen because there's no point running, putting up the money and running event and doing the work if people aren't going to attend it. Yeah. Um, Steve Wren, um, can I continue to keep voting for myself? No, that's not his question. Um, when is your South Coast show being released? Mm. Never. <laughs> never. Never happened. Never. Um, are you editing it this week? My, I don't know. You don't um, know? It's a bit of a beast to edit. There's a lot of things I need to cut out. Um, I might I might do it this week. It depends if I get time off this week from work and if I can be fucking bothered. Um, basically, Steve... It probably go out at some point. You can just say you won the painting now, and then you won't have to listen. We recorded a shitload of content. Yeah, it will go out. It so will go out. We I'm can't not waste gonna, that. I'm not going to not release there, it, and that's good. <laughs> I'm not going to not release it, but yeah. I, I'm not going to commit to a time frame. Although I think someone's already done that on my behalf. Thanks very much, Terry. Uh, <laughs> I think that was Les. I know it was you. <laughs> we both know it was you, Terry. <laughs> There's no way of proving who tweeted that. Um, All right. I believed it was this weekend. May or may not be. But I can edit some of the show if you need to anyway. So, you know, we'll, we'll get it out. Um, going on the rumours, will Age of Sigma fit tournament level gameplay as well as Ave does? Again, we've answered that. We don't really know. See what happens. Yeah, I think I think you could... I don't think Ave particularly fits tournament play that well. Unless you put in rules packs and, and FAQs and scenarios or comp. So, actually, I think Age of Sigma with those things, if the Games Workshop don't make it a robust system, could be a good tournament system. Uh, we've already covered it. So, I'm hoping. We don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I would love to give you a definitive answer on that. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be doable. Yeah. That's my feeling. You can play anything competitively. Let's get out of that fucking Connect 1 set. Who gets that fucking chip in there? Yeah, I, I, that was my knee-jerk reaction to the four-page rules. I was like, "What, really? You cannot have a game on four pages." Where's my Connect One game? That's that's got more in-depth strategy in it. Just put this slot in there. Bam, done. I, I don't know. I, I think I think the four pages is a bit of a a red herring. I think yeah, the main box that comes with four pages of rules that lets it's, you get it's started. It's a pamphlet that starts you off yeah. into the game. And then every you probably find it comes with four pages of, of overall rules and like six or seven data cards full of rules. So if you count those as pages then it's more than four, isn't it? So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then somewhere in the next foreseeable short amount of time it'll be here's the first release for Age of Sigmar 
or here's how you do a more advanced because that's what they had in Lord of the Rings, wasn't it? You yeah. had the advanced systems. So you had like basic movement, which was just like a couple of pages. Then you had like how to climb up onto walls and jump yeah. down, how to move through rivers, how, and then there was like fucking advanced rule sets based on the movement phase. And then you use the optional advanced rules. And that's the other thing, like scenery rules. So, what I think they're going to do is release a box set of scenery, and in the scenery, and have rules we'll, in it. We'll have a box of rules for that scenery. Yeah, Here's and they're like all going to be themed ruins. Yeah, yeah. They, they'll be themed, cool pieces of scenery, not just it's a wood, it's a hill, it's a tree. Yeah, it's going to be here's my fucking like you know haunted forest. Yeah, but Garden of More could have had awesome rules yeah. for like here's graveyard. It did. Yeah. Oh yeah, it did in the um. Oh, what was it in? The battle formation. The for battle the, formation, um, that's right. Because didn't it give, like, regen and add yeah, yeah. models to your undead yeah. units? Yeah. It'd be like, here's my healing portal. Yeah, but down healing portal, so you can go through it and rage quit into World of Warcraft, or so. <laughs> I don't know that, that's just a, a rumour. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there, but like I say, there's, there's basically lots of, like, potential for what they're doing here, and it's quite clever. Because you can basically go, well, I've got the rules for what I want to use when I buy the thing that I'm buying. You don't have to go, like... Like, how many times have you walked through a games workshop and seen a model kit and go, I really like that? But then you go, oh, it's not for my army, so I won't buy it. Um, do you know what? Because, obviously, I've been doing loads of paying for other people. I'll get a kit and I'll go, oh, I fucking love this model. I'm never going to use it, but I'm glad I got to paint it. Yeah. And if I can do that and add stuff to my like mixed you know demon army i'm probably going to play demons to be honest um if i can go oh this uh this sweet you know new blight kings for example i still I still really want to paint some blight kings i can actually put them in there yeah so i'll be like yeah, get some of them oh here's this awesome new um what's it the glockin thing not the glockin what are the smaller ones Demon Spew and yeah, the, um, the Maga Flaws. I know what you mean, yeah. So I could paint them and use them. I think know. as well, like, and maybe the end times is, was a way of breaking down people's boundaries. Yeah, it was the tester. Say, like the when Archeon came out and it went, take what you want. Just take anything. Yeah. And I think maybe they, they just tried to break down those boundaries. They started off lumping lists together and saying, oh, they're all in the same army now. And then they went, oh, actually, they got to the end point where it's like, yeah, just play what you want. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Yeah. I think when we did that other show and we talked about, um, you know, do we care about knights? Well, yeah, but are we, you know, we just want to see what it is. And I think that's where we're at now. And we finally got some snippets on the leaked on the interwebs to look at. And um, we'll find out Saturday. Can't wait to get Kairos' war scroll on Saturday. See how fucking I not bad he is. I hope they don't do it because he's, a, he's a, like discontinued as a fine cast model. Just he's still available to buy on the he's, website. He's dead, dude. He's dead. He's not discontinued. He's dead. Don't. Dead's in in the end time, man. He's, he's got the deads in, yeah. Nah, he's, yeah he's, he's still good. He's still it'll good. be Kairos the aspect of gamey cunt. Um, <laughs> aspect of all the fucking laws. Aspect, basically, all you'll be is like a fucking retarded Lord of Change stat line and then he gives you a re-roll. Oof. Well, I love that re-roll. <laughs> And, I'm a, all over and, a bolt, and a bolt spell. Yeah. Gone will be this, oh, you select, like, 
one spell from all the laws because the laws of magic are gone, man. They're gone. Yeah, they're not, though, are they? In that other fluff pamphlet bit in there, it says about how the laws of magic are all still there, but they won't be the same as they were before, so they'll yeah. still contain buff spells and whatever and be different, but the laws are still there. Yeah, but the models would just have spells to select. They won't... It, anyway, we don't know. We well, don't know. It'd be interesting, because I imagine what they'll do with like more advanced casters is have you have this spell, you roll two dice and to beat the casting value, and then you add your special casting bonus to the roll. I'm interested as well why they've done that, like, disc, that segmented disc for the stats. Yeah. Because you think, why not just do a line? Maybe it is just aesthetic. Just just to look cool. Maybe you'll have, like, little, like, little round discs that you put near your models or something. I don't know. I'm just trying to think why you do it as, like, a dial. What would be I the think purpose? they were just trying to break it up from a basic stat line to make it look more interesting. Yeah, maybe. Because that, that with those four main stats in there look more interesting than just here's ten stats in a line with yeah. ten here's, numbers in a here's row. Here's pie chart. Yeah, here's, here's this little cool graph and here's a couple of little things for the weapons. Because if you look at it, a model only has four stats now. Wounds, save, move, bravery. The rest are linked to the equipment they use. So a model only has four stats. I quite like it. It's very I know, it's, I know it's... Yeah, but it, it is and it isn't. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's, it's good. I, I, it's, I like it. I mean, how, how like... And do you remember when you first started playing War? I mean, you had the weapon skill chart and the wound chart. Yeah. And the weapon skill chart, how long it takes you to get your head around it if you're double, over double the weapon skill, it's fives. But if you're less, you know, if you're equal to or, not, you know... Higher, it I don't know. Be, I, I kind you know, of got that chat really quickly. Yeah, but you do. But, but when you're a twelve-year-old kid, you know. It's yeah, not, yeah, definitely. You know, and then you've got the wound chart. It's different, isn't it? Because it's it's like it's proportional, and then you always wound on a six. And some editions you never wounded at all if you couldn't if it was more than yeah. double your strength. Toughness was more than double your strength. You couldn't wound. I I kind of like the fact you just go. I need a four. I, I, I need a four because it says I need a four. I don't yeah. need to look at a fucking chart well, and cross reference what base, your toughness look, is. It says you need a four. I mean, and then you probably consult the model you're hitting and it goes, you hit me at minus one from my special Nurgle rule or whatever. Yeah, I mean, how often when you play Warhammer, people roll dice and go like freeze and you go, no, no, it's fours because your weapon's going blah and I'm this and, and da da da. How yeah, often does that mean. happen? It happens people, all people the time. Still do it. And like, you know, this, there is no, oh, I need a four. Oh, yeah, it's a four. It, it, there is no. You know, and, and I think that's really good. I think that that's a right, right move in the right direction. Yeah. So that's it, I think. One one word each for your thoughts. Good or bad? Actually, make it make it two words. How, how are you going to fit? What the hell was that? <laughs> was that like does that update edition dying in the alley? <laughs> that was something dying in the background. Was that a dog getting hit by a car? This is dog outside my ex went mental. Yeah. She's it's she's piney. calling you, Les. She wants you back for that Friday night. That's what it is. That's GW outside again. Please, Les. Please. Come back. One more chance. One more. <laughs> Come on, my tits. What? <laughs> so, um, um, from us, two, two words for Age of Sigma. It's exciting times. That's way more than two words. Exciting times, just two words. Oh, go on then, okay. Les? It's promising. I'm just going to go with fuck yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be great. But... Just one, two. No. Yeah, I think from what we've said is that, yes, we're sad to see the old edition go. Um, we've we've enjoyed our eighth journey. We've enjoyed, I've enjoyed my Warhammer journey. 
we all hope that there's going to be something that continues that we can go and meet cool people, get drunk, go out for meals and, and play games. Um, but we're generally excited about it. Yeah. Are we actually positive about it? We're positive about it, right? I, I, I wasn't at the start, but I'm positive. Because if you are, if we had this show two days ago, I wouldn't have been positive about no. it. No. Well, tune in for like next week's show when we go, fuck this Warhammer game, I'm done, peace <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it's hypocritical um, of us. Opinions do change, disclaimer. Yeah, right now, so, very positive. Right now, I'm excited, a little bit nervous. Um, you know, it's that kind of thing where, you know, just a little bit nervous about it, but I'm sure that once we're in it, it's going to be good. It's a bit like going on a blind date, I guess. Um, well, sometimes you get in there and you've just got to make up some excuse, get yeah, out. And maybe that will happen, you know. The Age of Sigma will turn up to the restaurant looking like a fucking dog and you just go, nah, I'm not fucking getting in bed with this bitch. Yeah, and you uh, you just fucking make your excuses and leave out the you toilet You just get window. that cheeky little hand job, quick one on the way out, and just go, that's it, I'm done with this. <laughs> done, with, done, done with that, done with that hey, noise. You pull a me and... Delete your, delete your phone number off Greg's. their phone. <laughs> get punched in Greg's, yeah. Or, or say, I'm going to just go and get a drink uh, from the cinema and then leave her in the cinema on her own. You did not do that. Yeah, I did, yeah. Les is a yeah, terrible fucking person if you dog. That's amazing. I didn't even know you did that. Did I not tell you that? I'm sure. No, you didn't tell me that one. Yeah, you she told me like, the story. I can't tell that on there. She was like a limping swamp donkey, man. I was like, I'm not fucking <laughs> <laughs> with this shit so I left the film. Oh, dear. I even took her money to go and get a drink for her oh that's amazing oh that, you that, robbed that, her as well dude you are harsh that is that is fucking horrible do you know what karma says Jane's gonna come back from wherever she's been she's gonna be knocked up <laughs> chocolate baby oh <laughs> it's gonna like it um <laughs> <laughs> So, it's, to be fair, it's going to look like Byron, if we're honest. But uh-huh. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, where's he been? Maybe he's been in Australia. Yeah, maybe he's on tour with your woman. Um, <laughs> so something else popped up on Twitter quickly. It says army list rules are all coming, along with all the rules for the different types of terrain and game turns will last six. Yeah, then so, there's scenarios. There's loads of shit that you can well. And like you know, you can have scenario cards and objective cards. I'm sure there's going to be a full rules book book coming out. Um, I think what I've heard from one of my sources from his source that actually that that's actually been confirmed that yeah, there will I've, be a full again, rule book. Um coming. Similar, but yeah. Um but actually before we go, we should say that we are sponsored by Element Games. Speaking yep. of Byron. Um we don't know where he is, um that's why he's not on this show. Uh, he's the Guild Ball thing. He's in Australia and yeah, well, he's he's busy. He's banging Les's missus. That's where he is. <laughs> he's he's um he's gonna delete his number out of our phone. Um, basically, um, Element Games. Um, if you want to buy Age of Sigmar, get it from Byron at elementgames.co.uk because you will get good discount, good customer service, and they will have the stock available as long as Games Workshop don't do something retarded like make like half the amount that. People want, or say, Age of Sigmar's only available to buy in store, <laughs> yeah. not yeah. from. Independent I'm sure retailers. they won't, because they do support their retailers. Because obviously, yeah. they do perform an important function in their business model. Um, so yeah, I would say order it from Element Games. Um, there will be a discount. I don't know what that will be, but well, normally twenty percent. 
Rough so, guess was what 100 euros, 125 US dollars, so probably about 80 pounds. So yeah, and then maybe probably discount to 65, 65 60, roughly. Don't obviously don't don't, text don't quote and bring us. it up and go. You said Space it was Hammer 60. told us it was 65 quid because we don't. That's just a guess. But what you can do is ring him up and tell him that um, the diameter of the barrel of the gun of the Tiger tank from the Flames of War range is slightly out. Yeah. Um, yeah. of scale and scale. does he actually have a contact at uh, Flames of War to complain about the inaccuracy of their historical models and if it's a text or an email make sure it says sent from my iPhone at the bottom yeah. he loves that also um, if you're feeling a bit fruity you can send abusive emails and then get them translated on Google Translator to French and send them to Boston or, or Spanish or Spanish yeah or, or better yet, if you actually speak one of those languages, just write them an abusive message in it. Address it to Byron, though, just to Byron. Yeah, just to Byron. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all so your other hobby stuff, not games. Age of Sigmar. Get it all from there as well, yeah, paints, so brushes, all that shit. If Age of Sigmar is your rage quit, then go buy an alternative miniatures game from Byron. Like Infinity, yeah. or X-Wing, or, or any of the other thousands of products Malifaux, or fucking miss Darklands or whatever it is or you know just just go for it um yeah hopefully this little mini show which turned into we've got a big show about two has hours been useful <laughs> so um enjoy um we will do a full show once it's out and it's hit and we're going to talk about it in detail and, and go through it unless it's complete shit then the show will be about half an hour long no I think we'll still um, do it but it'll be our last show yeah it'll be like fuck just noise on me <laughs> not bother with it. Yeah, basically we'd just throw the fucking mic into the middle of the, middle of the stage and fucking walk off. Drop that shit, done. Drop that shit. Peace uh, out. Yeah. No, I think I think that's been pretty productive. And if you if you disagree with everything we said, then it's just speculation and we don't have any fact really to go on, so We've only got the stuff that we've seen on Twitter and the internet and if you don't agree then great, because you're entitled to your own opinion anyway, so that's it's free content, so yeah. yeah. Alright. Yeah, catch you later.